On today's show, Toyota takes the wraps off the new Prius, UAW members can soon drop out of the union in Michigan, and a handful of teases from the Frankfurt Auto Show. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for September 9th of 2015. Toyota unveiled its new Prius last night, and it's clear the company wants to make this car appeal to more than just hybrid huggers. The car is longer, lower, and wider. It's more dramatically styled, with a plunging hood line achieved with LED headlamps and a fastback rear end. Toyota says the car is gorgeous, but of course, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. To make the car more fun to drive, it even has a double wishbone rear suspension. Now there's something we did not expect to see. The Prius now sits on the new corporate car platform known as the Toyota New Generation Architecture, or TNGA for short. The company claims the engine is over 40% efficient, not counting its hybrid technology. And it claims it will achieve a 10% fuel economy improvement which would put it at around 55 miles per gallon. But there's also an eco model coming, and we bet Toyota is shooting for at least a combined 60 miles per gallon with that one. So what do you think? Is this the car that will attract customers who are not really interested in hybrids? We want to know. On Monday, the UAW contract with GM Ford and FCA expires. This week, negotiators are hunkered down trying to come up with a new contract, but Monday is also the day when UAW members can legally drop out of the union in Michigan. Two years ago, the state enacted right-to-work legislation that makes it illegal to force workers to join a union. Michigan is where most UAW members reside and is also home to the UAW's headquarters. Even so, We think it's unlikely that very many union members will choose to drop out. The UAW already represents workers in at least a half a dozen right-to-work states, and very few of them have decided to opt out of the union. Part of the reason may be that UAW locals post lists of those who choose to drop out, but anti-union organizations are hard at work trying to educate workers on the proper procedures to drop out of the UAW. And all this is adding a new dynamic to this year's negotiations. Still to come, shiny new cars for the one percenters, and Honda teases us with a cool Monoposto. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles, and by Pure Michigan, Leading the automotive world in intelligent, connected vehicles. We run on brain power. The Frankfurt Auto Show is just around the corner, and that means we're getting more product leaks than a bucket full of holes. On the ultra-luxury side, Rolls-Royce revealed a convertible called the Don. It was speculated that this four-seater is just a drop-top version of the Wraith, but 80% of the body panels are unique to the Don. Under the hood is a monster twin-turbo 6.6-liter V12, which ought to provide enough power to blow the wind through your hair and the insects into your teeth. 
Bentley also took the wraps off the Bentayga, the monstrous SUV formerly known as the EXP9F. It's powered by a new twin-turbo, 6-liter W12 engine mated to an 8-speed automatic, which Bentley claims is 12% more efficient than the existing powertrain. It can run from 0 to 60 in just 4 seconds and has a top speed of 187 miles an hour. But if you're not interested in going fast, the Bentayga also has some off-road capability. The company says it's also going to offer high-performance diesel and hybrid versions in the future. A few weeks back, we showed you a not-so-revealing teaser image of a concept Honda will have in Frankfurt called Project 2 and 4. Now we get to see the whole thing. It's powered by a modified version of its RC213V motorcycle racing engine that's been specially tuned for public roads. The 999cc four-stroke unit is mated to a six-speed dual-clutch transmission. It was developed by both Honda's motorcycle and automobile teams as part of an annual in-house project to allow employees to be creative and work as a team. But I say, let's get the finance team involved and figure out how to put this thing into production. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. find you in the end. Hi, Dad. When you're committed to the job, but don't give up and your tires can't be weak in the knees. True love will find you in the end. Durable, dependable Firestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Last week, we showed you a $1,000 optional matte paint job on a Fiat 500X. We asked you to respond if you'd pay extra for a paint job like that. And boy, did you respond. ICU2 said, $1,000 extra for matte finish paint and sign an agreement for special care for that finish? Not me. I honestly believe matte paint finish on a car is a fad that will soon pass much like fake wood plastic trim. For example, Jeep Wagoneer. Jonathan makes it very clear where he stands. I'd never buy a matte finish. I don't like the look and I would never spend a grand for any color paint. Thanks for letting us know. XA351GT points out those matte finishes can be a pain to properly maintain. The problem with matte and satin finishes is that if you rub too much while washing the car, you can actually begin to polish the paint and get glossy patches. He's right. That's why they warn you to wash your car very carefully. JagerTech saw our report that green car sales are tanking and he says the drop in EVs and plugins is to be expected with the announcements of newer models about to hit the showrooms. New Volt, Prius to name a few, are already much better than the current car. I'd wait too if I wanted one of those. Well, you could be right that people are waiting for the new ones, but another reason that those sales of those cars are down is Honda dropped the plug-in version of the Accord and the EV version of the Fit. And tellingly, the BMW i3 and plug-in Porsche Panamera sales were also down sharply too. So it's not just because some buyers are waiting for the new Prius and the new Volt. 
Kit Gearhart saw our report on armored versions of the Range Rover and Audi A8 and has some practical advice. Actually, if I were a Russian mafia boss or whoever it is that needs an armored vehicle, I would want it to be as inconspicuous as it could be like a Camry in the U.S. <laughs> You're right. I'd want to be inconspicuous too. Ray Britton is dying to know. Hey, what do you think of the new Volvo XC90? I know it's off topic, but I've fallen totally in love with it. If I were in the market, it would be an impulse buy. Well, Ray, in a word, we love it. It may be the best Volvo ever, and we can't wait to see what the rest of Volvo's lineup is going to look like. Hey, thanks for all your letters, your questions, and your comments, and please keep them rolling in. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.